the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Buckle up, America. It is time for the Todd Starks radio program. And we welcome all of our great listeners across this great nation. Uh, write down our telephone number. You will need this if you plan on calling into the program today, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Now, a lot going on today. Uh, Senator Rick Scott's going to be joining us. Also, Pastor Robert Jeffress and uh, Governor Scott Walker is going to be here. We have a Moms for Liberty story that we'll be bringing you exclusively uh, in the uh, final hour of today's program. Uh, I want to start, though, with a um, a situation that's brewing in the state of Iowa. And uh, at this very moment, there is a satanic altar that has been erected in the state capitol. And this, um, this satanic altar features some sort of an image of Satan, It was erected by the Satanic Temple of Iowa, and they were given permission by state lawmakers to erect this statue in the state capitol. And a lot of people have been very upset with Governor Kim Reynolds, who, by the way, is a devout person of faith. Uh, Governor Reynolds is also a a supporter of, of Ron DeSantis. And it's very puzzling that until just a few moments ago, she remained silent on this issue. And a lot of people are demanding to know why the Republicans are so hell-bent on defending a monument to Satan that was erected in the state capitol during Christmas. So all of this started about a week or so ago when the Satanic Temple of Iowa was given permission to, to put the altar on the first floor of the capitol. And as one angry citizen uh, said, to give quarter to the enemies of God is pathetic and contemptible. And no doubt about it. But many Republicans say that the Satanists have a constitutional right to display the evil altar in their building. And we have a photograph of this thing, and it'll put the the fear of the Lord in you. You can go to our website, ToddSterns.com, and you can see it for yourself. I mean, it really is evil. State Representative John Dunwell, who is a Republican and and a preacher, a pastor said, I don't want the state evaluating and making determinations about religion. I am guided by the First Amendment, and he says the First Amendment protects Satan. 
He says if the government picks and chooses religious expression, someday they will use it against Christian expression. We are not a theocracy. I would rather have no displays than the government selecting religions. He goes on to say, the power of Christianity is Christ that lives in us, not having government tear down other religious displays. Now, State Representative Brad Sherman strongly disagrees with that. And now he's demanding that uh, Governor Kim Reynolds remove the altar from the building. He says it is a tortured and twisted interpretation of law that affords Satan, who is universally understood to be the enemy of God, religious expression equal to God. And so now, so he's calling for the governor to to remove the the, the statue of of Satan from the Iowa State Capitol. So Governor Kim Reynolds, and this is what cracks me up here because she's pro DeSantis, and these pro DeSantis people have they've been all over this, you know, because they're like, oh, you know, well, you know, we're more religious than everybody else is. We're more devout than you are. That's why you should support DeSantis. I know I get the emails all the time. And uh, the governor just releasing this statement. Like many Iowans, I find the Satanic Temple's display in the Capitol absolutely objectionable. But in a free society, the best response to objectionable speech is more speech. And I encourage all those of faith to join me today in praying over the Capitol and recognizing the nativity scene that will be on display, the true reason for the season. Oh, they're finally getting around to put up. Their, so the nativity scene has not been installed in the Capitol yet. I guess somebody said, wait a second, where's baby Jesus? We got Satan over here, the prince of darkness. Where's the Lord? In other words, the governor's not removing the display. So anyway, Satan has found safe harbor in the Republican-controlled legislature in Iowa. Your thoughts on this, ladies and gentlemen, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. And we'll be taking your calls. Does the statue go or stay? Meantime, uh, there is still a lot of uh, aggravation and frustration on Capitol Hill. And I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line real quick. Our friend Senator Rick Scott from Florida joins us. And, Senator, I know you guys are in the throes of the controversy surrounding the NDAA extension. Well, the yeah, here's what we're going to be working on this week is the National Defense Authorization Act. And, um I mean, there's like everything else. Um, there's a lot of things in there that are good. It's always frustrating when things you know that would help our military <clears throat> don't end up in there. Um, but there's also what they added was a um, four-month extension to FISA, and so I think that's frustrating because I think we I think we all know we have to have some reforms, and we can't just have a blanket extension. But right now, that's the only option. So we're going to keep working on making sure we. Make make sure that you know the um, federal law enforcement agencies can't spy on Americans. And what's frustrating to me is I don't know anybody at the FBI that got held accountable for spying on Americans. So that's what that's always what's frustrating me about the federal government is people do the wrong thing and trying to get somebody to be held accountable, and it's just it's it's like pulling teeth. Oh no, it is, uh, Senator. And I mean we've we have been. Um We've been talking about this a very long time on the program where, um, you know, we give the Republicans control of, of the Senate or the House and investigations are held. And, 
you know, everybody comes on talk radio and raises a holy stink about X, Y, or Z. Nobody ever, nothing ever happens, except we're squandering money with all these hearings that nothing ever happens. You know, I mean, I, I appreciate everybody saying, well, we're going to impeach Biden. We're going to impeach my orcas and all. It's, it's not going to happen. And, and I think the American people are finally up. You know, they, they get it that as much as we talk about Todd, you seem a little disillusioned with your federal government. I mean, I think most people are so excited about their federal government, don't you think? I'm disillusioned with the Republican Party, to be honest with you, Senator. Oh, I put this, I put an ad up, and I put an ad up uh, in Florida, and it said, if Ronald Reagan was here today, he'd say, what in the hell have you done to my country? (laughs) I mean, open borders. You commit crimes, you don't get prosecuted. You know, I mean, you just go on and on and on. It's like... Our job is to do what we tell people we're going to do in a campaign. Do it. That's what's frustrating about this stuff. It, it just right. It, it just seems to me that at some point, I think this is one of the reasons why people appreciated Donald Trump is at least he delivered on a lot of the promises he made uh, when when he was running for office, and um, I think it surprised a lot of people. So you know, again, I, I see the I see the NDAA and this thing. My understanding from Senator Lee, this thing is just bloated. All sorts of crazy stuff are tucked away in this. Well, the things, the, the the big thing from my standpoint is I had a bunch of stuff in there. We've got to understand China wants to demolish our way of life. Okay, so I have a I, we got a lot of things in there that really is going to make it more difficult for China to sell things to the United States. For America, you know, for the Wall Street to put more money into China, things like that. A lot of that stuff was taken out. That's that's the thing that frustrated me the most. But to have a just a blanket extension of FISA without any any fixes, without anybody being held accountable, that's wrong. And that's exactly what's that's what's in the uh, National Defense Authorization Act right now. And that and this is going to get voted on uh, this week. It'll. Um, We'll have uh, a procedural vote later this afternoon, probably, and then we'll, it'll uh, go for a final vote tomorrow. So hopefully we'll be able to strip out this, you know, just blanket extension of FISA and, have, and come back and have real conversation about how we're going to revise it to make sure Americans can't be surveilled on. When, when you look at what's happening in Israel and, and ultimately the reason things happen the way they did, and I'm sure they'll investigate how all of this started on October the 7th, but these people, you know, Hamas coming across their borders and causing, you know, causing terror. And when you look at our southern border, there's literally nothing stopping them from doing that to us here in America and hitting the small border towns in America. And I'm just curious why, you know, Congress seems so hell-bent on giving Ukraine and Israel as much funding as they need to protect their borders and to protect their countries, while our own country and our own people are in grave danger here. We're in grave danger. The, just think about it. We've had 6 million people come across our border with no accountability. I mean, we don't even know who they are, right? If you go to the Mexico side, there's IDs everywhere. So we don't know who these people are. They can go get on a commercial flight with you on with you the same day they come across where we don't even know who they are. So the and it's, it's, a, it's a scary time. The director of the FBI twice in the last month, once a committee, I was asking questions. He's acknowledged we got terror cells all across this country now, 6 million people. Let's say only 1% of them, right? Only 1% of them want to do bad things. That's a lot of people. And think about it, the 9-11 attackers, all they had was what? The box cutters and the Hamas. They had some guns and they had some small vehicles. That's what, what they have. You think there's a few of those on the Mexican side of the border? Yeah, probably. So they could come across today and attack us. But the reality is 
We've got terror cells, you know, my, uh, Director Ray has admitted, we have terror cells across this country. When are they going to do something? And so if we don't secure this border, I am not going to support giving money to Ukraine, which, look, I am very sympathetic. I, I met with, uh, we all met with the Zelensky today. I'm very sympathetic of what they're going through. But we're not going to give them money for their border without securing our border. And that, what that means is that the money, if we do any money for Ukraine, if we do anything, then it'll be done on a monthly basis, tied to the number of people on our southern border dropping every month, getting down to the lowest number before Biden was president. If not, I'm not going to support it. And I think I think Republicans are going to stand up and say we're not doing that stuff. We did it last week. Uh, we we said we're not going to do it. So um, I mean, I, so I hope I hope we continue to do it. But the Democrats and Joe Biden, they don't. I don't get it. But don't they have families too that are worried about their their safety? I don't, I just don't understand the Democrats and Joe Biden on this issue. Mm. Senator uh, Rick Scott, ladies and gentlemen from Florida, uh, Senator, uh, real quick and uh, a, a hard pivot to to a story uh, involving uh, Florida State. A lot of a lot of frustration in college football. I know you fired off a letter. Um, have you heard anything back? Not yet. But this is how crazy. The week before, the last week. Uh, on the college playoffs, FSU was number four. They won their next game. They won their championship. They went undefeated. And then somehow, somehow, in a back room with nobody knows what's going on, they moved down to number five. So they're out of the playoffs. So all I'm all I expect is for everybody involved to tell us one how they voted. Was this an ESPN decision? Did ESPN tell them you have to do this? You give us your emails, give us your texts, stuff that like, I was governor of Florida. Every email and text I had was public record. I, and I had to tell people I was going to vote. So shouldn't something like the college playoffs tell us that? First off, it's a lot of money, right? It impacts these students. If you're, if you're an FSU senior and you've busted your butt for four years, right, and you're ready to play in the national championship, and all of a sudden they just say, nope, you don't get a chance, and now you're, you're out next year, so you don't have a chance on, on a national you know, championship game to show your, your stuff, so you don't have a shot now. So it, it's going to impact a lot of people's lives, and this is wrong. All I'm asking for is tell us exactly how you voted, who did you talk to, give us your emails, give us your tests, uh, text, and tell me how, because ESPN has the game, tell me what ESPN did in all this. You think they got robbed? You think they got cheated? Oh, absolutely. I mean, every how could how could they go undefeated, be number four, win their conference championship, right, and then all of a sudden go down? How could they go down? That doesn't make sense. It's, and so it's, it's a fair it's completely question. unfair to the school, everybody involved in in the in the program. It's unfair. Yeah, it's, it's it's something's not right there, and the whole system's messed up. So, okay, I'm a Tennessee volunteer fan, so we killed ourselves. Um, otherwise, yeah. I, you know, I feel for you guys. Um, well, you're it's undefeated. Not, it's, it's just not it, fair. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. If it, look, if they were if they lost their game, I get it, but they won. They won. So they were. So they won every game, and they the week before they were number four, and they won. Hmm. All right, Senator. So it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. We got to leave it there, Senator. Uh, here, well, I, we wish him the best in the bowl game, and uh, let's see what happens. But uh, what a mess. Senator, appreciate yeah. you. All right, have a good holiday. All right, you do as well. Senator Rick Scott, everybody. Um, wow, a lot, to, a lot to cover there from 
the National Defense Authorization to college football. We got to take a break. 901-260-5926. We'll take your calls on that and also the situation in Iowa. Should the Satanists be allowed to erect an altar in the state capitol? 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304. And start investing today. All right. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us. Yeah, I was a little. I'm. I'm. No, I. I, I am frustrated. It's, Todd, you were very impolite. I got a note. Todd, you were very impolite to Senator Scott. Why? I didn't mean to be impolite. I'm just. I'm just frustrated. I'm tired of these guys, and especially the Republicans. They talk a bit game, but nothing ever gets done. And by the way, this uh, in the, this NDAA is going to expand the ability for our government to spy on American citizens. I got a problem with that. I just have a problem with that all right let's go to the phones chris listening to us on wsic hi chris what's on your mind hey todd i really do appreciate you taking my call and i love your show well you just kind of said it i am so sick of hearing these congressmen come on here and act like they have no responsibility why our world is in the shape it's in it, you know i've not heard one republican say I'm sorry. We failed you. That is all they've done. That's all they constantly do. But yet they have, they, they're able to blame it on the Democrats. Well, here's my thing, Todd. If you're in Congress and you're sitting back and you're letting them do this to our country, you're just as bad as they are. If I was there, my dad, my mom and dad raised me better. I wouldn't be a part of this kind of stuff if I couldn't make a change. So, I blame the Republicans more than I do the Democrats. And Rick Scott, he ended it well by telling you happy holidays. And I think that says a lot. It's Merry Christmas, Todd. Thank you, Chris. I would thank you for that. I, I, I picked up on that, too. And I'm like, what? wait, what? <laughs> really? We're gonna... Again, we have a rule uh, that we implement here on uh, KWAM in Memphis, Tennessee. If you're hosting a holiday event, sorry, no coverage for you. If you can't, if you can't have the courage to call it Christmas, and by the way, a lot of these people, and this is what gets me, you got it, you got a lot of these businesses out there. Happy holidays! We have a holiday sale. Woo! Holidays! Woohoo! Okay, so they're making money off of the baby Jesus. 
Really? And so you're, you're, you can't even, you can't even have the courage to, to say or speak the reason for the season. You, you really can't do that. I mean, what's wrong with you people? I know that's a, it's a be in my man bun. If I had a man bun, I don't have a man bun. All right. Coming up, Satan is coming to Memphis and he's after the children. We're going to tell you about that. Also, the latest from Hamas University, previously known as Harvard. Plus your calls, 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing Amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to mypillow.com slash starns. That's mypillow.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1 800 839 8506. The offer comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. That's mypillow.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns or call 800 839 8506. Promo code starns. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy to have you with us. I don't know why we've got an infestation of Satan stories today, but um, the Prince of Darkness is afoot, lurking in the shadows. And apparently, uh, Satan is coming to to Memphis, Tennessee. The uh, headline from kwamradio.com, What the Hell, Cordova Grade School to Host Satan Club. Chimney Rock Elementary School in Cordova, Tennessee, will host the club and its library starting uh, January the 10th. It's always the libraries with these people, right? It's the demons, the alphabet activists, they all want to hang out of the library. Anybody actually read a book in a library anymore? Is, is, is that kind of stuff going on? It's called the After School Satan Club. And uh, the the Satanic Temple said the club is not endorsed by the local school district. So why are they allowed to use the facilities? Hmm? What's up with that? Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking to Krista New, who is the um, with the Shelby County chapter of Moms for Liberty, and she raises a good point. You know, the Moms for Liberty here in Shelby County have been sounding the alarm for a very long time, and they said, you know, you better pay attention. Because this kind of stuff is coming to your classroom. And they were called liars. They were called conspiracy theorists, lunatics, you name it. But it turns out the Moms for Liberty were absolutely right. And it's a good point. I mean, once you, you know, once you allow the drag shows and the drag queens uh, into the library and then you allow all the, the kiddie porn, it's only a matter of time before the Satanists show up. And uh, so anyway, we're going to be talking to Christian New about that. You got a problem with Satan clubs being started in your local schools? 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. 
Let's go to High Point, North Carolina. Bill, listening to us on our great affiliate, WSJS. Hi, Bill. What's on your mind today? Well, Todd, first of all, uh, wishing you the very best in this, uh, no, not holiday, but in this Christmas season. Let's get that right, okay? Merry Christmas, Uh, Bill. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, As far as the Satan uh, display and all being in Iowa, I I, I happened to Google, and it says that there's an estimated 10,000 distinct religions worldwide, and a lot of them are small and regional. But then it states there's 4,000 religious faith and groups and so forth and so on. Well, in this day and age of diversity, equity, and inclusion, I think we need to make room for the other 3,999 other religions out there to put beside the satanics. Give them their place as well. Well, Bill, it's a it's a wise thought you have there. I would contend though that Satanism is not a is not a religion, and they would actually agree with that. They would say, "No, we're we're not worshiping Satan." So, if that's the case, then what business do they have um, being in, in a schoolhouse? But even if it was a religion, let's just for the sake of the argument here, let's say it is a religion. I was reading a piece um, on World Net Daily. Uh, from uh, Andrew Walker, who's uh, just a great scholar, great, great theological mind. And, and he said, what you have to look at is the founding of the country. What are the what are the documents? What is the basis for the founding of the country? And the founding of our country is not based on Satanism. It's not based on Hinduism or the Islamic traditions. It's based on Judeo-Christian teachings. So the question is, and by the way, John Locke, Going back in history, even John Locke acknowledged that atheism causes chaos in in the culture. And that's ultimately what this is all about, is causing chaos in the culture. You notice they're not putting up this uh, satanic crap out in front of the local mosques or during the Muslim high holy days, are they, Bill? Definitely not. Definitely not. Because they get blown to smithereens. Exactly. But, I mean, but for some way, somehow... uh, people have come to the point to think of Satanism as a religion. And it has to have been accepted somewhere within uh, governmental, societal, or other places to where it, quote-unquote, according to them, is accepted as such. So, And it's a, it's a fair point you raise, Bill, but again, going back to that, there is, name a single government building that has a satanic message inscribed on the building, a message from Satan, and then compare those to the numbers of buildings that have phrases like, in God we trust, or the Ten Commandments, or a Bible verse inscribed on on the building itself. And it shows you the history and the foundations of the country. That That's what it is. Bill, good call. And I, I like the way you think, and uh, you keep things going well there, and have a Merry Christmas over in High Point, North Carolina. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Can we talk a minute about Claudine Gay, who is actually, I believe, straight. Uh, people think she's gay, but I don't believe she is. I believe she is married to a dude. Anyway, uh, she is going to keep her job, at least for now. The the board, Harvard's board, we call it Hamas University, the highest governing board there at Hamas U, is now giving her unanimous support. 
More than 700 faculty members have signed a petition backing President Gay. Now, um, she has been under fire for weeks now over her handling of these anti-Semitic protests on campus. And now, most recently, she plagiarized our good friend, Dr. Carol Swain. That's just not right. That's unacceptable. And so now you've got all these donors, and Bill Ackman, the multi-billionaire, is leading the charge here. And the donors are threatening to withhold hundreds of millions of dollars in funding. You've got the poor Jewish kids. And if you've got a, if you're Jewish and you've got a child at, at Hamas U, I'm pulling my kid out of that school. No way to guarantee whether or not your kid's going to be able to make it to class. And so in spite of it all, in spite of the fact that she said, well, it's okay to call for jihad provided that it is in context because context really matters. But let's get real for a minute here, folks, because here's what's really going on. And here's what you need to understand about Harvard, I'm sorry, Hamas University. You see, Claudine Gay was a diversity, equity, and inclusion hire. She's a DEI hire. She was not hired for her intellect. She was not hired because of her academic scholarly ways. She was hired because she's female and she's a minority. Well, there you go again, Todd. You're just a, you're a misogynist and you're a racist. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. Hear me on this. Hear me on this. Look, I just, I always want the smartest, brightest person. I want the best person, the most qualified person for the job. Skin color should not matter at all. It should be if you're able to do the job or not. Clearly, she's not able to do the job. But it doesn't matter. She was hired because of her skin color and because of how she sits when she uh, uses the bathroom. It's true. And that's why she's keeping her job. And here's the reason why. A smart person would have been able to figure out a way out of all of this, first and foremost, by cracking down on these idiots who are marching through, these wannabe terrorists that are marching through campus. A smart university president would have shut all of this down from day one, would have held a big press conference, would have condemned everybody involved, and would have dismantled the university clubs that were involved in spreading anti-Semitism and would have expelled any student leader who was in charge of all that nonsense. And that university president would have been admired and saluted from border to border, coast to coast, across the fruited plain. But that's not what happened here. Because Claudine Gay is not qualified to be an Ivy League president of especially a place like Hamas University. And for them to step in, for the board of directors to step in now and to say, well, well, you know, we, um, yeah, she's not the brightest bulb. We, we made a mistake. For them to do that would be to admit that diversity, equity, and inclusion is a very bad thing in America. And just think about this for a moment. And I am thinking about this. I've got to fly. I'm giving a speech uh, Thursday in, um, in North Carolina and flying out there. And I've been reading the reports lately of these air traffic control tower, towers and how many near misses we have had because, unfortunately, we've got a lot of people that are not qualified to work in those air traffic control towers. And why is it that they're hiring people that are not necessarily qualified? 
they're doing it because they're diversity hires. And again, it's not a matter of skin color. It's a matter of whether or not you can do the job. If you're able to land plane safely, what do I care if you're black, pink, or purple? I mean, really? So I want you to think about something. Just think about this. And sometimes it's good, as um, President Gay told us at the congressional hearing, sometimes you have to put things in context. So let's do that. Let's do that here. Let's imagine that Claudine Gay was actually Claude. So Claude Gay, a straight white Harvard president, and Claude Gay, the straight white Harvard president, had not only plagiarized his dissertation, but he actually allowed white supremacists to march through campus calling for the genocide of minorities. And imagine if the straight white Harvard president had said that had testified before Congress that such behavior was permissible within context. Well, let's call it, you know, we'll say that President Claude Gay of Hamas U is from Savannah, Georgia, and he's up there testifying before Elise Stefanik and the others on Capitol Hill. Well, I see, I see, ma'am, I see there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with wearing those white bed sheets with pointy heads and marching through my campus in the dark of night with those tiki torches lit, a shouting death to black people. No, ma'am, there's nothing wrong with that, provided it's in context, ma'am. Provided it's in context, little lady. Missy, I see, I see. Imagine if that would have happened. I'll, I'll tell you what the aftermath of that would have been. The president would have been fired. He would not have been allowed to leave Capitol. They would have literally brought in federal agents, and they would have they would have arrested him on the spot, put him in leg shackles, charged him with federal hate crimes, and the Department of Education would have sent vans, those unmarked government vans, to, to Hamas University. They would have padlocked every single door. They would have expelled every single student. And they would have torn down every single building, and they would have turned it into a giant monument for somebody. That's what would have happened. So, again, this is why they can't fire Claudine Gay. She's unfireable. She's untouchable. It doesn't matter that she can't do the job because she wasn't hired for that reason. She was not hired because she could do the job. Claudine Gay was hired because of her skin color and her sex. That's all. So that's what's going on at Harvard. Anyway, got to take a break here. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, welcome back, everybody. And again, now coming up, our good friend Pastor Robert Jeffress is um, is going to join us. Are we living in the end times? You know, it just it feels like it, right? With the fires and the earthquakes and the wars and the rumor of wars and. Anyway, we're going to talk to Dr. Jeffers about that. He's got a brand new book out, hopefully answer your questions. Also, Kristen New, the Moms for Liberty a person from Shelby County, uh, Tennessee, is going to drop by uh, to weigh in on a new Satan Club that's getting launched in a grade school here in the Memphis area. And also, Governor Scott Walker is going to be here. Let's go to the phone lines, though, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Kathy in Oregon. Hi, Kathy. What's going on? Hey, I just wanted to, to chime in on the Satan Club. It seems like, as a Republican, an American, a Christian, it seems like there are some standards that we have, which is free will God gave us, freedom of speech, freedom of assembly. So as long as the schools are going to allow after-school Christian clubs, we don't really have a lot of power or say over the after-school state clubs. Well, I would say, now, now we do have a say in the sense that they're actually utilizing these kinds of clubs on school property. And, you know, they're kicking off a lot of these campuses will not even allow the Christian, you know, say a church wants to hold a club meeting or something like that on the campus. But again, Satanism is not a religion as, you know, people want you to think it is. No, but you have free speech and freedom of assembly. And if they're not allowing the Christian clubs, then that's where the problem is. Well, that is a problem. And, and I don't know about this particular school, whether or not they have the, the uh, clubs, uh, clubs that are allowed to meet, whether they're gay, straight, lesbian clubs, I have no idea. But again, the issue for me is they're saying this is freedom of religion, but Satanism is not a religion. I can see your point. All right. Well, Kathy, appreciate that call. We've got a little a lousy phone connection. My apologies there. Uh, but thank you for calling in. 901 901- Two six zero five nine two six. That's nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. Oh, Toledo, Ohio. Our good friend Jeff Stein from radio station KXEL uh, dropped this nugget by. Turns out that there's no room for the baby Jesus at the Toledo Fire Department in Ohio. City leaders there have now ordered the firefighters to remove a nativity scene that was erected outside the fire station. The Times Republican has a big story on it. Mayor Brian Sokol says the nativity scene's been in front of the fire station for upwards of 20 years, and nobody's ever had any problem with it. But uh, somebody was driving by, a guy by the name of Justin Scott. He is the founder of the Eastern Iowa Atheist, 
And so he notified the Freedom from Religion Foundation, and uh, they're a bunch of atheist agitators from Wisconsin. And so they fired off a letter, and of course, you know, they took down the baby Jesus. By the way, here's this is what bothers me about these kinds of stories. And, and hear me, if you're in a small town and the atheists come, come after you, understand this. There's nothing unconstitutional about a nativity scene, even on public property. You're allowed to erect those scenes. And here's the court case. If you're looking for a court case, it's Lynch v. Donnelly. And this involved a nativity scene in Rhode Island, and the Supreme Court ruled that that nativity scene did not violate the law. So there you go. Chief Justice Warren Burger, not exactly a raging conservative, he said that Congress, even Congress, even the White House, the executive branch, even, even they recognize that Christmas is a federal holiday. And, and what is Christmas? Christmas is literally Christ Mass. So there you go. So, folks, my recommendation is ignore the atheist and celebrate accordingly and, and know the law, right? It doesn't cost anything to look up the Supreme Court documents. And look, but look, the Freedom from Religion Foundation, they know that you're going to back down. That's why they're, they're just bullies. They're blowhards and bullies. And a few other words I can't say on the radio. All right, got to take a break here. 901 260 2605926. This is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Thank you for hanging out with us today. And uh, coming up a little bit later on, we're going to be talking to our good friend, Governor Scott Walker now president of Young America's Foundation. Uh, that's going to be a great conversation. Uh, right now, though, want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, patriotmobile.com slash Todd. That's patriotmobile.com slash Todd, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. Dr. Robert Jeffers joins us, pastor of the First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, also host of Pathway to Victory. Uh, pastor, hope you're doing well today. 
Doing great, Todd. Thanks for having me. Before we jump into a very intriguing conversation on on your new book project, I, I'm curious. I want to get your thoughts on uh, Satanism. We we've had a couple of stories today that sort of dropped in our lap. There is a grade school in Tennessee that's going to launch a Satan club, and then of course in Iowa, there's a raging debate right now over a Satan altar that was installed in the state capitol. Um, should we be concerned with all of this, or should we just ignore it? What What do you recommend we do, Pastor? I recommend that we raise holy hell about it. <laughs> and, uh, and I mean that literally. Look, um, Satan is real. The fact that people want to build an altar to him, I think, is a great evidence of the reality of Satan. Jesus talked about Satan. He said he's a deceiver. He's a murderer. He's a liar from the beginning. And uh, we understand that uh, he is trying to build a kingdom to rival God's kingdom. He won't ultimately succeed, but we ought to push back against that every way we can. And, Todd, you know, this is a constant refrain of mine that the left hates to hear, but it's historically true. America was founded as a Christian nation, and we don't need to back away from that. And this is completely antithetical to what the majority of our founding fathers ever had in mind when they talked about a free religious expression. It's just shocking to me to see Republican lawmakers in, in Iowa, and I know the governor, Kim Reynolds, uh, said that you know this is part what we have to do in a free society, and she said that we should just ignore it and that we should just pray around the nativity scene in the Capitol. Well, I think we ought to pray around the nativity scene, but I think we ought to say enough. I don't think the majority of American people, uh, not that that makes a difference, but I don't think the majority believe this is right. And uh, I just think we need to push back against it at every level. All right. Um, all right, Pastor Robert Jeffers on our Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, the reason we wanted to have you here is about this incredible book, End Times Prophecy, uh, does not need to be complicated or confusing, uh, which is the, uh, the the message here about the book you have, Are We Living in the End Times? So, uh, Dr. Jeffers, are we living in the end times? Well, technically, no. As I explained in the book, the end times in the Scripture actually begins with the next prophetic event, the rapture of the church, the taking away of all Christians, that will be followed by the final seven years of Earth's history that we know as the Great Tribulation. This world as we know it will come to an end, Todd, and it won't be because of plastic straws, hairspray, or global warming. It's because God's going to bring it to a conclusion with the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, it's a constant theme in Scripture that Jesus is coming back again. I tell an interesting story in the book. In January of 1961, a few days before Kennedy's inauguration, he decided to spend some time in Florida relaxing. He invited Billy Graham to come down and play a round of golf with him. And on the way back from the golf course to the Kennedy compound, Kennedy pulled the car off to the side of the road, turned off the engine, and said, Billy, do you believe Jesus is coming back again one day? And the evangelist said, yes, sir, I do. And then Kennedy asked, why do I hear so little about it today? And uh, the fact is, it's the best-kept secret in many churches, Todd, but Jesus is coming back again. We don't know the hour or the day when that's going to happen, but we know the events that will lead to it, and we need to be ready. And that's what this book is about. Are we living in the end times? 
uh, seven questions with biblical answers about the future. You, you write about news events, and, and I'm curious, uh, what sort of news events would be signals that the end times might be near? Well, we are living right now in what the Bible calls the last days. That precedes the end times. We've been in the last days for uh, 2,000 years since Christ ascended back into heaven after his first coming. But I think an argument can be made, Todd, that we are in the last of the last days, before this final seven years. And I I think certainly Israel's regathering in the land in 1948 was a strong sign that we're uh, living uh, close to the end times. And uh, there'll be a rebuilding of the temple eventually that will happen. There's going to be great uh, ecological uh, uh, turmoil uh, that will uh, occur during the seven years. And we're beginning to see that right now. And I think the global tensions really are pointing to that. You know, Todd, people wondered for years. They'd read the book of Revelation said, why are the world forces are going to assemble in Israel this tiny nation, no bigger than the state of New Jersey. How could that happen? Well, I think after the Hamas invasion of Israel, we see how that could happen, how a regional conflict could quickly escalate into a worldwide conflict. And when you look at what's happening in China, what's happening in uh, Iran, what's happening in Israel, I think the ground is being laid for these end times the Bible talks about. On the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, Pastor Robert Jeffers answering our questions about the end times. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Are there, it was interesting, um, the, the difference. A lot of people say that the, the rapture and um, the second coming are the same thing. Is, is that is that accurate? No, they're two very distinct events. You know, they're similar in some ways. Both involve the coming of the Lord, but the rapture, which happens next, it could happen before we finish this interview, Todd, and uh, uh, it could happen, but in the rapture, Christians are caught up to meet Christ in the air. At the rapture, only believers will see Christ. But at the second coming, seven years later, at the end of the tribulation, everyone will see the Lord Jesus, and he returns to earth. His feet actually touch the Mount of Olives, where many of us have been before, and splits it in two. So both involve an appearance of the Lord, but they're very different events. So when you're, you know, for a couple of, it was a couple of weeks ago, there were the the big earthquakes and the fires. You've got the war raging in the Middle East. And some people would, you know, say, hey, wait a second, are these the major events that are prophesied about um, with regard to the end times? Yeah, these are what the Bible calls birth pains that a woman feels before she gives birth. You know, you can have false labor or you can have protracted labor, but when those labor pains begin to increase in frequency and intensity, you know that something big is about to happen. And we're going to see these things that we're witnessing right now more frequently, more intensely, and after the rapture of the church, when Christians and the Holy Spirit are removed from God, if you think things are bad now, wait to all Christians who have been pushing back against evil like you and other believers have. Just wait till the restraining force against evil is removed. That's when literally all hell breaks loose during the final seven years. I heard one pastor say, if you are upset by what man is doing to, to the environment right now, just wait till you see what Jesus does to it during the tribulation. 
I mean, you're going to have fresh water destroyed. The earth is going to be burned up a large portion of it. All the marine life is going to be destroyed. We're seeing uh, a little bit of that right now, but nothing like it's going to happen during the Great Tribulation. So we're all about preparing on, on the program, and uh, w- whether it's you know bad weather coming or you know Democrats taking control of the country, we we always want to be prepared. So so how do how do our listeners and how would you recommend they prepare for for the end times? Well, let me tell you the most basic preparation. And that make that is to make sure your relationship with God is correct, that you have Christ as your Savior. Todd, you and I were both friends with the late Alan Combs, and uh, uh, Alan used to have me on his program like you did, and although he was Jewish, he would always give me the opportunity to share my faith. And I'll never forget one night he said, Pastor, do you believe you're going to live to see the return of Jesus Christ? And I said, Alan, I really don't know, but it really doesn't matter. He said, what do you mean it doesn't matter? I said, well, I'm 58, and I know in the next 30 years, one of two things is either happening. Either he's coming or I'm going, but the end is near for me, and it is for you as well, and that's why we better be ready. And that's why I would say to your audience, this is fascinating to study what the Bible says about the end time, but understand, our time is limited And the most important thing is to be ready when we meet God by accepting Christ as our Savior and knowing that our sins are forgiven. Wow, it's it's great stuff. And and folks, I would urge you to get a copy of this. So so many people have questions, and I love how you just lay it all out there in in a very simple form for folks. Uh, folk, uh, And again, the book, Are We Living in the End Times?, We've got a link to it on our live show blog, folks, and you can get it where wherever you buy your books. All right. Well, Dr. Jeffers, we're going to leave it there. I have to imagine that you're pretty slammed with uh, this is sort of like Super Bowl for uh, for churches around the country. <laughs> it is, but we're taking the time. We're just finishing up this series in our church and have had great response. And by the way, after one week out, it's number one on Amazon in books about Bible prophecy. So thanks for having me on to talk about it. All right. The great the great pastor, Robert Jeffers, uh, from First Baptist Church, Dallas, looking for a church home. It's a great church. Uh, you can also watch online as well and uh, watch uh, the great TV uh, show, Pathway to Victory. Pastor, have a, have a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Todd. Thanks so much. All right. I like Dr. Jeffers. He's a straight shooter, just tells it like it is. And we need more of that from the pulpit. I can tell you that much. All right, we've got to take a break here. When we come back, going to the phone lines, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 elections 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Wow, we're we're sort of in the middle of breaking satanic news. I just I just got a message. Apparently, someone from the Memphis Shelby County Schools is listening to the program, and uh, we now have an official statement on the the Satan Club. And uh, this all this all sort of broke loose earlier this morning. This is insanity. So uh, we have just received a statement from the uh, school, and uh, they're they're now admitting that this is true that the Satanists are going to be able to use the school facility. And I want to read a letter that was just sent out to uh, the children of parents in the Memphis area. Dear Chimney Rock family, we understand some of you have questions regarding the recent approval of a facility rental to the Satanic Temple, a federally recognized nonprofit organization. As a public school district, we're committed to upholding the principles of the First Amendment which guarantees equal access to all nonprofit organizations seeking to use our facilities after school hours. This means we cannot approve or deny an organization's request based solely on its viewpoints or beliefs. Oh, I see. So will the school be hosting, I don't know, little junior KKK chapters? Hmm? What about that? What about pro-Hamas groups? What about the Muslim Brotherhood? What about the Council on American-Islamic Relations? Are they going to be able to launch little programs for the children? The letter goes on. Board Policy 7002 outlines this commitment allowing community groups and government entities to rent school property outside of school hours. These gatherings are not school-sponsored and are not endorsed or promoted, blah, 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 blah. And they say that the Satanic Temple is a 501c3, a public charity. Mm-mm-mm. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Lord only knows the one thing Memphis does not need, more little hellions on the street. Uh, let's go to the phone lines here. Let's go to Oakland, Tennessee. Marshy is on the line. Welcome to the program. Hi, Todd. It's Marcy. In Oak Ridge. Marcy, I'm terribly, my apologies, Marcy. Not and you're in Oak Ridge. My, okay, my, wow. I've got to get my glasses checked. All right, Marcy in Oak Ridge, uh, Tennessee. Let's start over again. I I feel kind of silly saying this after listening to the pastor because, boy, that was inspirational. Right. Um, I was reading an article online on your webpage and about a, I think it was a 10th grader, 10th grade boy who had written that only women can give birth. I'm paraphrasing and men can't. And I don't know, I think he got suspended or something. 
and I'm I'm it's, I'm just dumbfounded by this. Where is that education? How is this going to help him or any other young person in school be live successfully? You know, are you teaching them how to budget? Are you teaching them how to write checks? Are you teaching them how to live week to week and grow in your... None of this. Sex isn't going to get you anywhere unless you're a sex worker. I mean, it's, it's, this is not helpful. And if you want to go back to what Pastor was saying, that's going to be on the scale, how we treat our children when we go to Judgment Day. Marcy, yeah, it's 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 a great point you're you're making here, and and that story came from our friend Jason Rance over in Seattle. He broke the story. A a tenth grader at a Seattle area high school failed a quiz. His teacher gave him a failing grade. Uh, it was a true false series of questions, and one of the questions was only women can get pregnant. And he said, "Yes, that's true." Well, the teacher said, "No, that's false." And there was another question: only men have. Um, man parts uh, you know it's it's lunch the lunch hour and uh, the 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 young boy said yes that's true only men have that certain body part and the teacher said no that's incorrect as well you fail oh my gosh i mean when is truth a lie and lie is truth and and how is this helping them get a job and live their lives as adults and teach their children you know, and that, 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 you know, it also goes to God and parenting, but education, if you're going to call it that, whatever's coming out of those places isn't going to help. No, it's not. And Marcy, this is all part of an overarching issue, and that is the, the dumbing down of, of our society. You know, they, they want our kids to be stupid when they come out of school. They want them to be confused about things they should not be confused about. And the reason why is that a stupid country and a, a country at war with itself is an easier country to conquer. So that's that's what's happening. And this has been going on, I would say, for well over a decade, almost two decades now. So you've got 20 years of just pounding this into the brains of these kids in our public schools that they should be confused about about their sex and their gender and that we should be focused on things like diversity and equity and inclusion. And as a result of that, we have we have dumbed down and we have weakened our country. And that's what that's all about. Marcy, I thank you for calling in. It's a terrific call, and we appreciate you. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Trust you're doing well today. By the way, uh, North Carolina people, I want to share this information with you. Uh, Some folks said, Tom, what are you doing in our uh, neck of the woods? What's, what's, What's going on? Well, I'm, I'm going to be speaking at an event. It's called part of the Bold and Courageous Tour, and it's sponsored by the North Carolina Faith and Freedom Coalition, and I will be uh, speaking in Columbus, North Carolina, and this is coming up Thursday, so you're going to want to check this out. It's going to be a lot of fun. By the way, special music as well. It's by the Colt Creek Bluegrass Band. Oh, that's going to be fun. Maybe I'll be able to blow the jug or something. I don't know. Do they do tambourines? In the? I don't think they do tambourines in bluegrass. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to a speaking and being a part of the great event uh, there. It's coming up Thursday, this coming Thursday. And if you would like more information on attending, go to uh, ncfaithandfreedom.com. That's ncfaithandfreedom.com. And you can uh, figure out how to attend uh, December 14th at the Polk County High School. So there you go. You can reserve your seat and everything. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, we'll start with Christine in Chattanooga, Tennessee, listening to us on Nuga Radio. Hi, Christine. What's on your mind today? Hi, Todd. Uh, thank you so much for uh, letting me speak. Um, I love your show. I listen every day. And you were talking on the last segment about the Satanic Club. Um I am actually in Hamilton County, Tennessee. I'm not for sure how far Cordova is from uh, my neck of the woods. But with this satanic club in an elementary school, I don't understand why parents aren't um, standing up and fighting back. We pulled our child out of the public schools three and a half years ago, and we are homeschooling. She's a junior in high school. And I just don't understand why parents just don't stand up and fight back on stuff like this. It just doesn't make sense to me. We're allowing a satanic club in an elementary school. Where's our Bible club? Where's all the other different clubs at? I mean, I I just don't get it. It, It's a fair question to ask, Christine. And and sadly, you know, a, a lot of parents are doing other stuff. You know, they're, they're just either too busy or they don't care to know. And I can tell you that in a lot of communities, there would be a vibrant church group or church community that would be out there and exposing a lot of this stuff. And I can tell you that in this part of the state of Tennessee, there just really isn't that vibrancy. A lot of the churches, not all, but a lot of them just simply do not want to get involved in political issues or issues that might offend people or or put the spotlight on them? Well, here's my comment on that. I used to go to church growing up as a younger child, 
Um, I have quit going to church just because I have not found one that I'm comfortable with. But churches should stand up. I mean, I think they're scared of the 501c3 status. Oh, you know, I think if they are tax exempt, they're not allowed to, you know, talk about politics. And where's our churches in all this? They need to stand up and say, you know what? Enough is enough. I mean, you know. We need a church in Memphis like First Baptist Dallas. We need somebody like uh, Robert Jeffers saying, you know, the response here is to raise holy hell. I agree with that. And, you know, a lot of people that I talk to that go to, you know, different churches say, well, all we can do is pray for people. You know, how is that praying working out for people? Because it's not. We just need to, I know Christians are so afraid that, well, we, you know, it says in the Bible we shouldn't fight and we shouldn't cause ruckus. But I think at this point, Christians need to get out there and flood the streets. Enough is enough. We're tired of the satanic clubs. We're tired of the obscene books in our schools. So glad we pulled our child out of school when we did. We've been homeschooling, and I recommend every parent pull your child out of these schools. Private schools, you know, are not much any better. I mean, some of them are, but, you know, I just don't know. Well, Christine, I appreciate your call, and thank you for listening to us. Uh, Let's go to Mike, also in Chattanooga, our good buddy over at Nooga Radio. Mike, you just have one of your listeners on the line. Oh, my goodness. That's great. And (laughs) I am so thrilled. I am so thrilled. By the way, you said 20 years. I detected it when I was in kindergarten and first grade. And by ninth grade, I would go home and say, this thing needs to be abolished. I, I've seen it coming over and over. But I'm from Philadelphia, so they started the experimentation in Philly. And all along the way, for 50-some years, I've been warning people. And you know what? They're destroying themselves. I think this is great because you can't fix socialism. I think, Todd, in the next five years, there won't be anybody left in those government schools. And, and this is an easy fix. You, first of all, you can't fix socialism, and you can't fix stupid. And that's what they are. They're not there to educate. What you do is you close them down immediately, keep the buildings, and you bid, let people bid for the space who are educators. And then you choose how you want your child privately educated. And the money they steal in the form of property taxes have to be given back to you so you can determine who your educator is. That is what we call free enterprise. Um, Parents, there is no excuse. Your child should be your priority. But, Todd, people are lazy. They're lazy. Yeah, no doubt about that, Mike. And, and you know, we see that all the time. And, you know, I think a lot of people were surprised when uh, KWAM, you know, broke the story earlier this morning uh, on our digital, our, our digital uh, platform. And it shocked a lot of people, but I don't think they ought to be shocked. I mean, there's so much stuff going on. And, Thank goodness for the Moms for Liberty. You know, they're out there warning people, and and the response from the school leaders and a lot of the conservatives in the community is, oh, those people are are loons, they're nut jobs. No, they're not loons. They're not nut jobs. These are good and decent people that are warning that something is not right in the local school system, and we've got to deal with it. And, and Mike, to your point, uh, this is a matter of our tax dollars as well. I would not be surprised to see even more people pulling their kids out of these government uh, these government uh, schools, propaganda centers, as we call them, and putting them into either private schools or, or homeschooling their kids. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's an option. And we are going to see the collapse of it. Is, is, will the parents actually stand up? And re- the, voting Republican is not, is not the answer. because they're, they're just a bunch of socialists. You know, the Democrats are communists. They're just about, they, no Republican has proven to be that they're not socialists. They could have stopped abortion 40 years ago, and they didn't do it. Fair and, enough. And you're no right. Real th- and, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Mike, we got to run, and I appreciate you, sir, and appreciate you being our great affiliate there in the Chattanooga area. Mike raises a great question, and I pose this question to, to all parents around the country, and especially you folks in the Memphis area. Parents, are you going to stand up to this, or are you just going to stand down and allow the Satanists to come in to the local grade school? 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Now, Christmas time is right around the corner, and a lot of folks are trying to figure out, what do I get Uncle So-and-so? Uncle, what do I get, what do I get Cousin Todd? Because Cousin Todd is so very difficult to buy for. Well, I've, I've got an answer for that. Um, you got to get a Newt Gingrich contract with America coin. Uh, many of you who are history buffs, you know about Speaker Newt, you know about the contract with America, and now all of it is literally on a coin. I got mine in the mail just a few days ago. It's absolutely beautiful. One ounce, 99.99% silver, and this coin represents that incredible victory back in 1994 when the Republican Party under Newt Gingrich took control of Congress. It's absolutely beautiful from our friends at Legacy Precious Metals. They are a classy operation. You're going to love this coin. All you have to do is go to NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. That's NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. Use the code STARNS, and you're going to get $10 off your purchase. That's a pretty good deal. Again, NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. Use code STARNS, and you're going to get $10 off your purchase. I got mine in the mail. Absolutely love it. Your conservative loved one is going to love it as well. We'll be right back. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, let's get right over to the phone lines here. A lot of folks wanting to weigh in today. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Bob in Memphis, Tennessee. All right, Bob, can you believe the Satanists are coming to town? Right, and uh, first in Tennessee and of all places in Memphis, not in my backyard, Todd. You know, uh, your previous caller was, Talking about uh, having a Bible club, I, if I understand it correctly, Bellevue does have a good news Bible club in that school. And uh, 
I don't know how to stop it, what to do about it. But I do know one thing. I will do everything in my power. We all should do. Anybody who thinks they're Christians or conservatives, they should show up on, in January when this club opens. And I'm not asking to do any create trouble or violence or anything, but just wear T-shirts and hats with Christian message and talk and see who is going on, how many people are going in and out, and talk to them, those who would listen, talk to them about and expose this satanic club for what it is because they are couching themselves as Mr. Goody Tissues and nice people, which they are not. And so we need to try to educate people about their lives and show them the truth of God's Word. And if anybody who's listening to your show right now in Memphis area and beyond would like to come and join, I challenge you to put your, you know, monetary money in money your muscles, you know, come and show up. And stand well, maybe up. that's a good idea. I Again, you've got to do it all peacefully and everything, but I don't, we get like the, the Baptist out there and give the kids Gideon Bibles and you got the Catholics and maybe they're sprinkling holy water on the, 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 uh, the little demon people. Uh, I, I don't know, man. That that just might, you know, make it ecumenical. Get everybody out there. So yeah. Yeah, bring everybody together. Unify against uh, the Prince of Darkness. That's what I am trying to do. Beelzebub. Visually with friends and churches, but whoever's listening to your show right now, and if they're in Memphis area or nearby, their first day when they open this in January, let's all show up and not trying to create trouble, no violence, peacefully, prayerfully, we exercise our rights too. You know, not in my backyard. If you want to start Satan Club, go somewhere else, not here. Good for you, Bob. We've got enough hellions walking the streets of Memphis. We don't need any more, do we, sir? That's right. And I already contacted Senator Blackburn and Governor Lee. I don't know what they can do legally, but I'll do everything I can. All right. Good for you, Bob. Uh, You sound like a great American patriot. Thank you for listening to our flagship station, KWAM. Good for you. What, imagine the message it was sent if you had, I don't know, hundreds or thousands of Christians. I mean, again, the Satanists are planting a flag in Tennessee. Uh-uh, not in my state. Not in my state. Let's go to James in North Carolina. Hi, James. What's on your mind? Um. Yeah. Just wanted to say something. Um. I wonder what the ACLU's response is to this uh, Satanist group coming into this school. Well, they're going to be all for it because a lot of them probably uh, worship at the same altar, if you know what I mean. Okay. Okay. You're absolutely right. Bunch of godless heathens. A good Christian like Kirk Cameron would want to come into that school and do something about his book, talking about God and Jesus. They would be all over that, and they would try to stop him from doing that. You know that. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. James, that, That's the problem with the, with the country this, with this, this today. It's true. I, look, it is, it's, a, it's a fair point you make. James, appreciate that call. Uh, let's try to get in. Uh, John in Kentucky listening to us online. All right, John, what you got for us? Scott, I'm, make, I'm addressing this to all the pastors in our area and, 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 your, and, and in Tennessee. It, besides starting with the family, it starts with you. You are purposely, I feel, except for like guys like Jeffers and that, all the, your previous callers, you're hiding behind your pulpit. And you're saying, you know, we need to concentrate on salvation and get the message of salvation out. But what you're also doing is you are condemning these people 
by not telling them the truth. And what you are doing is you are so heavenly minded, you are no earthly good. Because if you remember what Christ said, if you have two coats, buy one, I mean, I mean, uh, sell one and buy a sword. But I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about getting involved in your communities. And yeah, maybe you do have to buy a firearm to protect yourself. But those pastors are going to be just as responsible for not going to those school board meetings and trying to put a stop to it. And as a pastor, I'm telling them, you need to get off your lazy butts, stop hiding behind your pulpit, and do something about it and take care of your flock. Because all that you're doing is you're kicking open, open, you're kicking open the doors of hell by not doing something. And Todd, I thank God for you and your staff because you guys give guys like us a voice. And I love you guys. You guys are so amazing. God bless you, Todd. Well, uh, John, thank you for that. Always, always an encouragement, sir. Yeah, it look, it's tough. I was, uh, we, we had a big problem at, with uh, Easter. They were getting rid of Good Friday and I went down to the local school board meeting and triggered a lot of people, said my piece, but I'm looking around the, the room. I don't see any of the ministers in town. I, I don't see any of the good church-going people, the high and mighty. I don't see any of those people. Well, that's not what we do, Todd. Because if we if we go out there and we complain about removing the holidays, or if we complain about them renaming the Christmas tree, they may not put an extra dollar in the offering plate at Christmas time. Okay, well, so so what? I'm, you know, I'm tired of, of the wussification of, of the Christian faith. I mean, there was a time when, you know, when churches would get involved and they would say, hey, this is not right. This is not who we are. And by the way, who are churches? Churches are just the people, right? They're the people. But anyway, nowadays, church is big business. And you got to, you know, you got to have a big offering on Sunday so you can pay for the, the cover band and uh, you can you know, pay for the uh, the lifestyle centers, the gymnasiums, and you got to pay for the cafes and the coffee shops. I mean, so yeah, I it's big business, all in the name of the Lord, of course. <laughs> I went to a church once, and they had a um, they, they for communion. You know, communion used to be this nasty little saltless wafer that always got stuck in the back of your throat and you had to wash it down with the cheap grape juice, right? That's how we did things in the Baptist faith tradition. If I'd have only known that the Episcopalians and the Catholics were, were you know, were giving kids liquor, uh, I, or wine rather, I look, I may have converted, but yeah, I'm a Baptist. And so anyway, that's what communion was. And so I go to this one church and they're, um, they have like Krispy Kreme donuts and like coffee or something. I'm like, what is this? He said, "Oh, this is the this is the um, the, the 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 body of Christ." I'm like, "No, that is a uh, Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> the glaze is very delicious, but I don't know. This is the Lord's Supper. I just seems something weird to me. It's one of those churches where they pray. They pray to to Daddy, right? <laughs> Daddy, we come to you. No, uh, that's just a little creepy. Anyway." Went to a coffee, went to a church once. This is a true story. Went to a church once, and they had a coffee shop called Hebrews. I'm not making it up. Hebrews. I. All right. Got to take a break here. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. 
That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starks. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Well, hello everybody, welcome to Hour 3 of the Big Show, great to have you with us today. And of course, as always, we welcome all of our viewers on Newsmax 2 and uh, we welcome all of you uh, to this uh, hour of the show. Hey, by the way, coming up, Kristen New from Moms for Liberty is going to be here in just a little while. Uh, so we look forward to welcoming her to the program as well. An interesting thing happened last night at the Capitol. Uh, Joe Biden holding the uh, the Hanukkah the Hanukkah celebration, and there were uh, several members of the, um, the several family members of the hostages, the American hostages being held in Israel, or rather in Gaza. And they asked to attend. They reached out to the White House and they said, hey, um, would it be okay for us to be able to attend this gathering um, at the um, at the White House? They happened to be in Washington, D.C., and uh, they wanted to be a part of the evening. I believe 500, 600 people were there, so it was a pretty large crowd. But the White House said no. The White House refused to allow the, the hostage families to show up at the White House Hanukkah event. The, the tone deafness of this White House, ladies and gentlemen, is unbelievable. By the way, while that was going on, you had the, the vice president and the second dude, and they were holding their event. The second dude wrote this long screed on social media about the meaning of Hanukkah, the origins of Hanukkah, and it was so far off base the guy had to delete the tweet. And then you had a Muslim lawmaker from Delaware who disrupted the vice president's holiday remarks. And by holiday remarks, we don't know what holiday she was celebrating. Was it Hanukkah? Was it Christmas? We don't know. But you had this Muslim lawmaker jump up and start yelling and screaming and yammering and uh, completely made a mockery of the entire night. So there you go. That's what happened at the White House yesterday. By the way, write down our telephone number. You will need this if you plan on calling into the program today, 901-260-5926. 
That's 901-260-5926. By the way, Congressman Tim Burchett of East Tennessee announced his Christmas party. Uh, let's listen to cut two. Hey, I, I don't want it. Don't forget now my Christmas party on the 12th. It only goes 16 minutes this year. It went 15 last year because we couldn't cram it all in. We'll have a menorah there for my friends that are Jewish. My buddy Jared Moskowitz is under contractual agreement possibly to play Santa Claus this year. And it's in my office December the 12th. It was written up in People magazine last year, dude. You ought to be there. I it, Only because, though. You added that extra minute. That was the critical one for me. Also, the picture of you on yep. that flyer, that's, that's pretty much everything, sir. So we and, appreciate and you, it. And you get there early. Now, there's, there's going to be a peanut butter and jelly bar. Not peanut and butter and jelly bars. There was some confusion on that. Yeah. I'll have two 32-ounce two Mountain Dews, and I'll have a charcuterie board, which is me with Ritz crackers and, uh, and cheese Whiz going around. So please this be is- there. Wow, that sounds like one heck of a nice party, actually. You got cheese Whiz, peanut butter, and um, rich crackers and Mountain Dew. Uh, that's pretty snazzy. Good for you. Good for you, Congressman. Wow. Um, all right. I, I want to turn our attention to a, a mom, and we need more moms like this across America. This mom showed up at a, at a public meeting uh, talking about what's happening with kids in American schools. Cut 15. Hello, everyone. Um, I've been coming here for five years now, and I was going to talk to you about some practical things that I thought you could change about 3210, but I've changed my mind. Um, I've been really confused over the last five years as to why we spend 45 minutes to an hour of every public meeting talking about how great everyone is and how great everything is in the schools, and now I've figured it out. I've figured it out because all these people came here to defend you all from hurtful words. This is obnoxious. Let me just say, there is one goal for the educational system. It should be to prepare children to enter careers to be productive members of society. It is not a counseling session. It is not a self-help area. It is not somewhere to find yourself. And we should not be led by the children, for goodness sake. The children are called dependents for a reason. They depend on us who have fully developed brains. You cannot feel your way through life. The issues that we are talking about, we are bringing you statistics. We are talking about scholastics. We are talking about funding. We We are talking about busing. We are talking about trying to figure out how to make our children be as successful as possible. And I am sure that that is your goal. And what we have been called tonight is what they're claiming that we're saying to children. We're having an adult conversation. There are not children in this room. We aren't going into the schools and calling them names. They call us Marxists and hateful and bigots and everything else under the sun. Well, let me tell you. Less than 5% of the entire population of North Carolina identifies as LGBTQ. You guys all claim you want democracy. Well, you know what democracy is? It's the majority plus one. It's 50 plus one. You know what? More than 50% of the people in this state claim that they believe in God, Almighty God, who made us male and female. God who made marriage between a man and a woman. God who said that we must protect our children. The fact that we can stand up here and we know, we can brag about all of the wonderful graduations, but we know, we know the statistics. 50% of children did not pass their end of grade tests. What are we celebrating? We have have children coming up here telling us how horrible the mental health crisis is. Why? Why? Most of us went to public school, and all of our 
all of our peers are not in mental health crises. We have to ask ourselves, what are we doing to our children? I'm going to say we are discussing things with them that they are not emotionally, intellectually, and morally able to handle. That is what is causing the anxiety. That is what is causing the depression. That is what is causing the confusion. We need our children to be able to be children, to be able to be innocent, to be able to enjoy childhood and not know all of the drama and all of the difficulties in adult life. That is what we want. We want our children to be able to read and write and to think for themselves. And we demand that the children who fear God are protected in your schools. All right. Wow. Good for you, ma'am. Good for you. And there's a lot of truth to unravel in in that mom. And and by the way, she is probably no doubt on somebody's uh, FBI watch list right now because she spoke truth to power. And we we had a conversation earlier, and and someone asked where where did truth go? Well, truth became irrelevant when all of a sudden everybody had their own truth. Uh, the the magazine Oprah Winfrey. I was reading on a Delta Airlines flight once, and she was the cover. She was the cover person, the cover story, and it was about Oprah discovering her own truth. Well, if everybody's got their own truth, then that means there's chaos in the culture because your truth is going to conflict with my truth, and, and that's what's happening. But look, going back to the schools, she's spot on here because ultimately our schools are not about teaching kids to be good and productive members of society anymore. No, the purpose of public education is to cram a leftist agenda down the throats of the children. And by the way, this is why they're teaching children as young as two and three years old now about gender ideology, because the the sex and the gender crowd realize that children are very innocent creatures, and children in this innocence understand some very basic concepts about human biology and human anatomy. They know that there are little boys and there are little girls. And that's a problem for the sex and gender crowd because they don't believe that there's any such thing as a little boy or a little girl. They believe that anything goes. And so that's why they have been so determined to get into the preschools and the pre-pre-preschools so that they can start indoctrinating these kids and sowing the seeds of confusion in their little minds. This is all part of a very devious, ugly, dirty plot, and it is absolutely shameful. You're an adult. You want to live your life however you want to live your life. You want to you want to grow up and you want to put on a furry costume and be a, a platypus? Then have at it. It's America. Live your life. Go in peace. But don't do it in the schools. That's not what it's all about. And let me tell you something. One day, that guy who's being led around on a leash who identifies as a platypus, he's going to need medical care. He's going to get old. He's going to be in a nursing home. And the problem is they're not teaching kids how to be nurses and doctors anymore. They're not teaching kids how to be scientists. They're not teaching kids how to be construction workers or electricians. No, no, they're not doing that anymore. So what's going to happen is that guy who's now an 85-year-old platypus is not going to be able to get the medical attention he needs. So all that to say, we have got to have a massive overhaul of the public education system day one Trump has to dismantle the Department of, uh, of Education. It has to happen. And we have got to return local control of our schools. We've got to reclaim that. And if we don't, we are going to have a very difficult road to hoe in this country, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we've got to take a break here. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Starden Show.
This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today. So a story we've been following uh, broke earlier today, and of all places, my my hometown of Memphis, Tennessee, a grade school, an elementary school, has uh, just announced they will be hosting an after-school Satan club for little children. Again, this is an elementary school, Chimney Rock Elementary School in Cordova, Tennessee, uh, a Memphis suburb. And uh, the school district just moments ago reached out to me and said, yes, this is true, uh, that they are going to do this. And under under the law, they are required to allow the Satanist to come in and groom the children. So I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now. We are honored to have Kristen New with us. She is with the Moms for Liberty, the Shelby County, Tennessee chapter. She is the chair of that great organization. And uh, Kristen, I know you brought this to my attention earlier today. First, welcome to the show. And uh, I want to get your reaction to the the fact that the school system is welcoming in the Satanist. Well, good afternoon. This story was broken to me this morning by our Moms for Liberty chapter chairs group. Um, that's the great thing about having a nationwide group like Moms for Liberty because we, we look out for each other. And when something comes down the pipe like this and it alerts any of the members of Moms for Liberty, no matter what state they live in, we uh, help each other break these stories and get these stories out to the public. My reaction to this um, is we kind of knew this was coming, right, Todd? We've been talking about this. We said that once you take God out of the schools, it, it will be replaced with something. There is a void there. And it, they have been doing this for years. They have been just slowly trickling in their woke agendas, and they've been removing God slowly from school to replace God-driven agendas to their woke and now satanic agendas. This is just the logical next step that we have been warning people about and they have been calling us conspiracy theories and liars. And and yet, time and time again, every single thing that, that the Moms for Liberty have been warning about, it turns out those things are true and that there really are issues, uh, not just the Satanist, but I couldn't help but notice uh, the the rainbow colors were prominently displayed in that, uh, in that uh, pamphlet promoting the Satan Club. Correct. 
Right. And, and if you notice also the gaslighting in that pamphlet, they talk about Satan being some kind of almost like a cartoon character. It's just a literary figure that they are going to talk about being kind and, and what it means to be human in this club. This is an anti-Christian club. I would actually liken this club to a hate group. We don't allow pro-Nazi clubs at school, and we don't allow pro-KKK clubs at school. Why are we allowing an anti-Christian club at school? The antithesis of Christianity is being allowed. It's a hate Christian school uh, club. It's it's a great point you raise, and, and again, I I hope they wouldn't allow the Nazis to. Who knows nowadays? Um, you know the uh, for the sake of tolerance and diversity, all sorts of things are happening in our public school classrooms. Well, what gets me, Kristen, mm-hmm. and, and I I just want you to to share um, your experience here. It's been very difficult in the Memphis area to get ministers to get churches. Uh, involved in these fights. And that makes it very difficult, especially when the other side is using the church, the liberal churches, to advance their agenda. Right. And so if you need a wake-up call, pastors and priests of our community, I think this is it. It's time to get involved. It's time to take a stand. You have to pick a side on this. You can't just sit on the sidelines and allow this to continue to happen as our kids are the ones suffering. And ultimately, our nation is going to suffer. We see it already, and it's just going to get worse from here. If you continue to do nothing, you preach on Sundays, but then Monday through Saturday, you don't do anything. It's a fair point. And on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today, Kristen New, who is the chair of the Shelby County chapter of Moms for Liberty. Now, Kristen, you guys have been getting a lot of attacks nationally uh, as well as, as locally. Uh, how do you you know? Tell us about the how the group is doing, and are you adding numbers uh, to the Moms for for Liberty in spite of these uh, these ugly attacks? You know, it's great because um, we see now that people are starting to open their eyes a little bit about what we have been talking about for the last three years since Moms for Liberty came about, and it came about through the COVID um, <clears throat> crisis, and we kind of drew our line in the sand back at two weeks to stop the spread. That's when people like me and uh, other Moms for Liberty people said, no, this is government encroachment. This is too far for us. We're not going to stand up for this. But now, and we keep telling you, if you keep letting them take an inch, they're going to keep taking a mile. And how far are they going to be able to go until you decide to take a stand? So now we have satanic temples using our schools and our children. Is this enough for you? Is, is this when you, you're going to start showing up to school board meetings and start writing your legislatures about this? Yeah. What is it going to take? And, and also, um, moms, we've been doing a great job. I know the dads are busy, and I know that they're going out to work every day to pay the bills, but we need their help too. It's, it's all hands on deck. and uh, Christian. We all pre- hands on deck on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on the show today, and uh, good luck. I, I know you'll be... Uh, doing some uh, interviews uh, on our flagship station KWAM, and uh, we're gonna be we're standing alongside you guys in this fight. Again, all hands on deck. Kristen New, thank you very much. Thank you for the time, Todd. All right, there you go. Great lady, great organization, by the way. Uh, Moms for Liberty, and they're standing in the gap when when the churches are silent and refuse to get involved. And yeah, I I hope I hope some of you preachers. Uh, feel a little bit of heat under the pulpit uh, because you need to be out there 
and you need to be fighting this nonsense. It's absolutely ridiculous that we're going to have Satanists wandering around the schools and the hallways of a taxpayer-funded elementary school in the South. It's just unacceptable. Well, actually, it's unacceptable everywhere. All right, uh, we're going to be going to the phone lines coming up. Again, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We have the story up on our website, and you'll be able to read it for yourself, including the response from the school district. And they're saying their hands are tied. This is a federal issue, and they have to let the Satanist into the building. But like Kristen, you said, you think they're going to let the Nazis in or the white supremacists? No, of course not. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Main our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. By the way, Governor Scott Walker is coming up, uh, president of Young America's Foundation. Looking forward to having a conversation with him. Uh, let's go to the phone, though. Let's go to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Maisel has been listening to us on Nuga Radio. What's on your mind today? Well, uh, Todd, my name's Maisel Duncan, and um, I'm a pastor, and uh, I understand a lot of the pastor comments that have been made, but there is, I tell you, all our pastor did not shut down during the pandemic. Um, we have a food pantry. We feed over 4,000 people one time a month, and um, many of us are non-vaxxers and constitutionalists. So just so you know, it's not all pastors that are uh, refusing to step up and stand out. Well, I'm glad to hear that, and um, we we need more pastors like you, especially on um, you know in the Memphis area. Uh, because we're just having a hard time finding ministers that are willing to take that step of faith and go out there and stand up for, for what is right and condemn what is wrong. Well, I'm a mid-America graduate. I, I uh, lived in Memphis um, for uh, right at 12 years. Uh was a youth pastor at First Baptist um, Perilyn. Uh, excuse me, First Baptist um, right across the South Haven there. But uh, so I know the area well. But, Todd, I'll tell you what pastors are afraid of. They're afraid of losing their jobs. That's the bottom line. If the people want their pastors to stand, then the people need to go and tell them, I'm with you. Um, it, it means a lot. So so you're suggesting that maybe the, the issue is not necessarily the pastor. The concern is 
that the congregation will not be standing alongside of him if he speaks out on one of these issues. Well, listen, uh, I've been fired before. Uh, When you stand for the truth and you stand for things, uh, I've stood against, uh, I was was, uh, made fun of and uh, uh, the pastor about fire, as a youth pastor, uh, there in um, uh, Mississippi, because I let a black child join the church, uh, a white child joined. They sent the black child back to his seat. So that Sunday night, I walked him down and helped him join the church. Um, when did this happen? What year? When did this there. happen? Uh, this was uh, 1989, 1990. That's, well, first of all, that's just absolutely unacceptable if that kind of stuff is, is happening. And that, to me, does not sound like a good and decent church. Well, it's uh, it's in, in North Mississippi, my friend. That's not uncommon. Uh, well, I would disagree with that. I would disagree with that absolutely. I've been to a number of oh, churches think, across Mississippi, and there are plenty of— I, I got called in decent meeting, uh, Brother Todd. But going back to your issues, you know, the family friend event. The pride um, event, uh, they're having these uh, satanic temple groups, drag queen parties. And out in Idaho, they actually had a deep, an unbaptizing booth uh, at a school they rented. And it was a Satan club. Drag queens, of course, and it was, it was a big thing. And the ACLU got them uh, the privilege to, to be in that school. And this is what people don't understand. They don't want equal access. They want the kids. Well, of course they do. Yeah, this this is all about grooming the children. Announcing Christ and claiming allegiance to uh, Lucifer as they came out of the water. Wow. And, and that's what concerns me about, I mean, heaven forbid that happens here, but you could have, I mean, you could have one of these baptistries, these or whatever they want to call them, uh, where, you know, they're, they're unbaptizing the children over at uh, Chimney Rock Elementary School in Memphis, Tennessee. All right. Well, Maisel, appreciate that call, and, and I thank you for listening. Um, and I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, I have never heard of, of a church um, doing something like that. And if there are churches out there, you let me know and we'll expose them because we just don't tolerate that kind of nonsense at all. Uh, let's go to Statesville, North Carolina. Robert is on the line today. Robert, what say you? Hey, Todd. Uh, I wanted to back up to the uh, student who was failed in his uh, sex ed class for answering that question yes. correctly. Yeah, the Seattle kid, 10th grade. Yeah, I think he should have turned the tables on the teacher, asked the teacher if they believed in science. If they said no, then ask why are they a teacher. If they said yes, then just ask for scientific proof of their answers. Well, I, I love it, Robert. But I think they've thrown science out the window a long time ago in the public school system. That's true, along with God, and we need them both back in there. Uh, yes, we do. Robert, thank you for that call, and uh, it's it's a great thought, actually. Uh, folks, we know that you love Newsmax. Uh, you watch it all the time. I certainly do as well. Uh, Newsmax recently had to stop their free streams on the apps. So I know many of you may be missing your Newsmax shows like Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly. So the good news is we have launched Newsmax Plus, and more than 175,000 people have already signed up. Newsmax Plus will let you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone, your home TV, and with Newsmax Plus you get into, along with their streaming channel, 
uh, including some great movies and documentaries and, of course, the best Donald Trump coverage on the planet at Newsmax+. Plus. Folks, the good news is it's not going to cost you a single penny to start. All you have to do is go to NewsmaxPlus.com for your free trial. That's NewsmaxPlus.com for your free trial. Absolutely no risk involved. NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions of people around the nation are making that switch to Newsmax, and I want to encourage you to do that as well. Try it out today free of charge. All right, again, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. Again, 901-260-5926. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Show, ladies and gentlemen. Some exciting news. Uh, Come January, we're going to be launching the show in Houston, Texas, and also Amarillo, Texas. Uh, Very excited about that as we continue to grow this uh, great radio program. Thanks to all of you, our awesome listeners. A lot of people wanting to weigh in. Let's go to the phone lines. Terry is listening to us in Memphis, Tennessee, on our flagship radio station, KWAM, KWAM. Terry, I understand you're a pastor. I am. Now, what kind of a church do you pastor? If you, do, I mean, you don't have to say, but... Um, I say I pastor Mount Sinai AME Church in Arlington, Tennessee. All right. It's an African, uh, a basically African, uh, African-American congregation. Uh, we're not limited to that, but that's what we are. But I'm watching your show, and I, the question was raised, why don't pastors get involved? And people want pastors to get involved, but they don't want Christ when we offer Christ. We're not chaplains, we're pastors. And so when, if I get involved, my whole goal is to offer Christ. And sometimes that's just not what people are looking for. They want your help. They don't want the Christ offer. And so that creates a conflict. Um, but Terry, would you say there is a role? Would you say there is a role for the church for the pastor in some of these these issues? Like, for example, launching a Satan club in, in a public school in the neighborhood. Absolutely, absolutely. There is a role for the church to play, and that role is for the alternative faith, which is Christ. 
Terry, well, I, it, it makes a lot of sense. Terry, I hate to do this. We're going to put you on a hold. We have a super bad phone connection uh, kind of popping all over the place. But let's see if we can't get that worked out, guys. Um, but, but Terry, again, I appreciate the fact that she is a pastor, and she says the church does have a role to play in, in all of this. So, Terry, appreciate that call. Uh, we're going to try to get that fixed up. Uh, let's go to Roger in Kingsport, Tennessee, and wants to weigh in on politics and, of course, whatever's going to happen uh, in the area of Biden's impeachment. Roger, good to have you with us today. What's on your mind? Hi, Todd. I enjoy listening to you so much. Thank you. Um, I, do you, Todd, do you think it's going to be like a 218 to 218 vote on impeachment with the Democrats voting? No impeachment, and the Republicans voting to impeach. Could be, I, Roger. I I don't think they've got the numbers. I, I really don't. I I don't think the Republicans have the numbers to impeach Joe Biden, and and I just don't think they have the the fortitude to to do to to move forward with it. And you've got a lot of moderate Republicans uh, that are that are willing to abandon the party. We have seen that time and time again. Um, so I, I just don't believe they're going to have the numbers to pull this off. I don't think so either. There's too many rhinos, too, that have sold out to big pharma and to lobbyists and so forth. Unfortunately, I think that's the case, Roger. I wish I had better news for you there, but that ultimately I'm afraid that's that's where we're at. Appreciate that call, and uh, thank you for, for listening to us. By the way, uh, just getting a note from Andy Ogle, out of Tennessee. He is a congressman. He says the National Defense Authorization Act is a complete mess. There's been a backroom deal. And right now, the NDAA includes funding for abortion, funding for transgender surgeries, funding for diversity, equity, and inclusion, and CRT, as well as mask mandates. So those are all still in the NDAA. So Ogles is saying that the Republicans have given up the farm here. That that's what that's what he is saying. All right, I think we've got Pastor Terry back with us. Uh, and and Pastor, sorry about that phone issue, but you were saying that that pastors do have a role to play in the public arena. Yes, absolutely. So so why is it that so many pastors are afraid to do that now? I don't know whether it's uh, a fear, uh, but more so. Um, it can be complacency. It can be, um, I don't think my efforts will help. Um, those kinds of things. And sometimes it is fear. You know, fear of losing your position. Fear of backlash. You know, but you can't, you, you can't live in fear when the world needs Christ. Well, I'm with you on that, Pastor, and, and, and if we can't, you know, if we can't get the pastors in, in this part of Tennessee fired up over a Satan club coming in and, and working with little children, first and second graders, uh, we've got big problems in this community. We already have big problems in this community. We're going to have bigger problems in this community, I'm afraid. That's, that, that's a, a grave concern because when you go to uh, when, when you do get involved and become that activist, I've always been an activist. When you do get involved, um, people tend to want something other than what the church offers. Um, there's got to be another answer 
besides Christ. Okay, well, we know Christ, but but give us another answer. You know, when Christ is the answer to every human problem. It's a great point. That's a sermon right there. Pastor Terry, you got to promise to give me a call back one of these days. We've got to let you go, but you make a lot of sense. And uh, I think I've actually driven by that great AME church there in uh, the Arlington area. Good people there, and they do some great work and great ministry. We need more preachers like Pastor Terry there who are willing to speak up and say something, speak truth to the culture. We've got to be willing to do that every single day. We've got to be willing to do that right now on Capitol Hill as we have all of these elected leaders that are getting ready to give up the farm on this NDAA because they want to go home, they want to enjoy their Christmas break, and they don't want to do the job that we sent them there to do. So again, according to Congressman Andy Ogles from Tennessee, he has attached on his Twitter feed the now public report from the backroom deal between the House and the Senate on the National Defense Authorization Act. He says every single key issue the Republicans surrendered on, he says it is not a conservative win. By the way, also, just a few moments ago, Dylan, do we have that audio already? All right, this is Speaker Mike Johnson just wrapped up a meeting with Vladimir Vladimir Zelensky, uh, the president of Ukraine. Thank you all for being here. Uh, Just had a good meeting with President Zelensky. I reiterated to him that we stand with him and against Putin's brutal invasion. Uh, The American people stand for freedom, and they're on the right side of this fight. I have asked the White House since the day that I was handed the gavel as speaker for clarity. We need a clear articulation of the strategy to allow Ukraine to win. And thus far, their responses have been insufficient. They have not provided us the clarity and the detail that we have requested over and over since literally 24 hours after I was handed the gavel as Speaker of the House. And so what the Biden administration seems to be asking for is billions of additional dollars with no appropriate oversight, no clear strategy to win, and and none of the answers that I think the American people are owed. I have also made very clear from day one that our first condition on any national security supplemental spending package is about our own national security first. The border is an absolute catastrophe. And this is because of the policies of this White House and this administration. We had 12,000 illegal crossings on one day last week alone, on Wednesday. We have uh, almost now 280 known terrorists that have been apprehended at the border. None of this counts the gotaways. If you add the numbers up, it's almost 7 million people who have been encountered at the border just since President Biden took office and at least 2 million gotaways. This is twice the population of my state of Louisiana. Fentanyl is the leading cause of death for Americans age 18 to 49 in this country. Fentanyl poisoning because it's allowed over the border. We have human trafficking and all the other terrible things. In the last three months, October, November, December alone, we've had more illegal crossings at the border than in any entire year during the Obama administration. The American people see this. They feel it acutely. They see all the terrible societal ills that come from this, and it must be addressed. So I've made this very clear. Again, from the very beginning, when I was handed the gavel, we needed clarity on what we're doing in Ukraine and how we'll have proper oversight of the spending of precious taxpayer dollars and the American citizens, and we needed a transformative change at the border. Thus far, we've gotten neither. Uh, the Senate has been MIA on this. The House passed H.R. 2 six months ago, more than six months ago. It's been sitting and collecting dust on Chuck Schumer's desk. 
I have told him personally. I have told the National Security Advisor, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense that these are our conditions because these are the conditions of the American people. And we are resolute on that. It is not the House's issue right now. The issue is with the White House and the Senate. And I implore them to do their job because the time is urgent and we do want to do the right thing here. With that, Okay, anyway, so there you go. Uh, Speaker Mike Johnson meeting just a few moments ago with reporters. Uh, Here's where I stand on this, folks. This This is nonsense. This is a bunch of hooey. So here's where we are. We have a choice to make. We can either back the Republicans as they shove the spending bills and the National Defense Authorization Act down our throats without making, again, they didn't, they didn't make any concessions whatsoever, not one. Are we okay with that? I mean, at what point, what is the point of having a Republican majority if we're just going to rubber stamp everything? I say this, no more funding to Ukraine, no more funding to anybody until we can get a handle on what's happening on our own border. Because we're going to be no good to anybody if we have nuclear bombs going off in every major American city in this country because people are crossing our border meant to do us harm. So we've got to have a conversation here about this, folks. All right, uh, we've got to scoot out of here. It's been a lot of fun. ToddSterns.com is our website. Be sure to check that out, folks. Lots of great resources for you there. Download our podcast and our newsletter. Coming up next on Newsmax 2, it's the Todd Stern Show. Be good, America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 